0: Hey, welcome to today's episode of More Than Enough. If you are a loyal subscriber, you may have noticed that this episode did not come out at the time where it normally does. And if you follow me on Instagram at Lady Mind Boss, you would have heard the reason why. But in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the lesson that I learned and continue to learn the reason why I didn't upload this episode on time and the reasons why I'm showing up now guys like this is crazy this is part of my journey that I am sharing with you and is truly phenomenal so I am so excited to share this incredible lesson with you Um, I ask that you have an open mind okay this is if you don't know me yet I am incredibly spiritual person I believe in the soul I believe in God um, or the universe if you believe in any sort of higher power then this is for you. And if you have something that you're facing that you are just struggling with that seems so difficult to you or something you're seeking, you know one of my friends is really really seeking to get pregnant. She's struggled and really desperately wants a baby in her arms. This let this this podcast episode is for you. I will warn you though. If you're one of those trigger warning happy people, I'm warning you now, there are triggers. However, also know this. I believe that until you face your triggers, you will never outgrow them. Okay? It's like a kid who refuses, absolutely refuses to walk outside because there are spiders. And until they face the fact that, yes, the spiders might trigger you and they might be there, but there is still beauty in the world despite the fact that there are spiders there right? Um, I see so many analogies for this, but most of them are life experiences that I've had, like jumping off of zip lines and trees. (laughs) So you may not get it, but yes, you may have a fear of heights, but you're never going to enjoy the zip line unless you face the fear, right? Unless you face the trigger of being high up in the sky, right? You may have a fear of being underwater, but you're never going to find that you absolutely love and adore scuba diving unless you face the trigger and do it anyway. So again, if you already are not resonating with this, this episode is not for you. Um, but if you are ready to follow along in my journey and the triggers that I faced and the beauty that came from all of that, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we explore how doing all the right things, having everything in order, doing it all, and hustling don't actually help us really make an impact or achieve our goals, as well as what actually does. This podcast is for people who want to know that living a resonating, inspiring life isn't easy or comfortable, but so much more. I'm your coach, Cosette, and this is More Than Enough. Oh my goodness. Okay, so guys, if you follow me on Instagram, I did do a story about why this was not on. And basically it comes down to all last week, I normally record my podcast episodes a week early, a week in advance if I do them myself, um, and sometimes earlier if I'm interviewing a guest. And all last week, I had it on my list of to-dos, like I need to record a podcast episode. But you guys, like... I don't want to just record something to record something to get it out here and just check it off my list. Like I want you guys to know that when you come and listen to this podcast that I have something that at least I feel is incredibly valuable for you and and inspiring and motivational and supportive and uplifting for you. Um, but also real and honest, like, but I don't want you to come here and like to be a vent fest or anything other than like, my mood being positive and and uplift, I am mean, uplifting at least, right? And last week was a really really rough week for me. There is just facing this block that I've had for a while and not knowing what to do about it. I was like, hey, seriously, I literally have tried everything. I, I mean, people talk about perseverance and they talk about tenacity. Like, guys. I've been doing this and facing this same wall constantly and trying to find every possible way around this that I could. Anything else that I could do, any other try that I could make, any other possibilities. And I've tried everything. And so it was coming up and it was just like, oh, this is so frustrating for me. And you guys, like, first of all, I have to say, celebrating my win right now, because um, when I was younger, I would hit this wall and i would try everything and i would try everything and i'd keep trying and i would just get to a point where i so frustrated and so discouraged that i would really kind of start beating myself up you know and it's it wasn't like physical abuse in any way but guys like we're so verbally abusive to ourselves start paying attention and you'd be kind of shocked and surprised um, anyways i was so frustrated because i knew like if you've been listening at all you know i learned the basics life coaching model when I was 12. Okay. And my main issue with this model was and I, I couldn't quite figure it out. I could not put my finger on it, but I struggled with this model. And like, you know, I tell people like, I learned this when I was 12 guys, like, and, and people who've gone through like the life coach school or some other life coaching, they're like, wow, like high school must've been so great for you. And I'm like, no guys, like it wasn't, it still sucked because the problem was, I didn't really fully understand emotions, and I think in—I I mean, I don't mean to throw anything under the bus by any means. And to be fair, I've not not ever gone through uh, the specific coaching school that I'm thinking of in my head, um, and so I couldn't tell you exactly what they teach about it. But what I have received from the coaches that come out of this school is this concept. Okay, I mean, and we share it to try and be empowering, but it's actually very discouraging sometimes. And I'm going to share my idea about emotions in a second. But this idea, like, I'm in control of my emotions. Therefore, if I want to feel a different emotion, I need to think a different thought. And yes, like I said, it is intended to be very, very empowering. Like, okay, I I don't like feeling this emotion. So I have to feel different. I have to think a different thought. And my struggle with that is it kind of leads to this idea of, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough because I can't change my thoughts. You know, I I can do it temporarily, but I can't change my thoughts for good. And therefore I am responsible for my own depressed feeling. And then self, guys, like, and then (laughs) at least for me, I kind of created this cycle of like, I can't get myself out of this. I've tried different thoughts and it works temporarily, but it's not really working. And kind of gotten to this depressive state of like, well, I'm creating my own frustration. I'm creating my own sadness and maybe I'm just not good enough. Maybe I I just can't do this. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. Right. And guys, like, again, I'm I'm not trying to throw this under the bus. It's all intended to be empowering and and helping. Um, But I think the challenge is when we don't really understand what obstacles or what some people would call trials are. Um... Or what emotions are like if you don't really understand what those are i don't care what model you learn it's not going to work in the long term because you don't actually understand so i'm going to go through what i have learned this week what resources really really have been changing my life and what exactly emotions are okay what exactly are obstacles and granted this is a long discussion. If you want to have this discussion with me, uh, let's jump on a call because it, it kind of requires digging into what you think about it. Okay. Um, what you've learned about it, what you've heard about it. Um, okay. So again, if you have questions, com forward slash breakthrough dash session. Otherwise, let's jump to this. I apologize. That was really loud. <laughs> um, okay. So first of all, I think it's really important for each of us to really recognize that there's an area in our lives that is challenging for us. Okay. Like if we were to draw a circle, I have one in front of me (laughs) that I can see. Um, but if you were to draw a circle, like the pie of life, okay. Or the wreath of life, I don't really care what it is. Some circular shape, you know, there would be sections of it. There's relationships, there's family, there's, um, career or jobs. There's kids. If you have them, um, Happiness and joy. Most of us are seeking for that kind of stuff. There's money. Um, there's where you live in your neighborhood. I mean, you could fill it up with as many things as you wanted to, but I think to really be simple, it's kind of the big three, just like there are the three big main, well, really now there's four, areas in which people start businesses, right? Same thing are like the big four areas of our lives. There's um, money, making money, losing money, saving money, all that kind of stuff. There, and, and your temporal welfare, right? Your temporal needs. Um, there's also relationships, you know, um, in a marriage or you're looking for a partner or with your kids or your family, whatever, right? There's relationships. Um, there's also, or love, I guess you could call it relationships or love. Um, there's also food. Of course we have a relationship with food. If you didn't know this, there's food. Okay. What we eat is is also there and there's also spirituality um whether you believe in a higher power infinite the universe god i don't really know what you want to call it um but a higher power of some sort or whether you think that you're atheist or agnostic there's still something there's some other connection that most of us search for right and so those are kind of the four big areas and now every single one of us will have At least one of those areas that is difficult for us, okay? That is just a struggle. We're facing it and it's just so hard. And, you know, I... Please, please, please listen to this next part with an open mind, okay? Um, I recently followed a lady on Instagram who is pretty open about her journey and her struggles with trying to conceive. Struggling for years, wants a baby so bad... And you know, I was really first of all loved following her um, because she's just so open with what it's like on her journey. And she did like an IGTV. If you don't know what that is, it's basically like a YouTube video sort of on Instagram on someone's Instagram profile. And she did an, an IGTV on I don't remember the exact title, but it was basically just like what it's like to have infertility. And she. Included a bunch of little clips along her journey of what it was like and the doctors and, you know, the sacrificing and going in for all the blood draws and the tests and all the time awake. She had to travel away from her husband to see her doctor and the journeys and, and the heartbreak and just the how much it hurts her saying, like, I don't know why I'm going through this. I don't know why this is so hard. Like, I don't know why I have to face infertility and just guys like it was beautiful. It was really, really, honestly, truly beautiful. And she's not at the end of her journey yet. She hasn't found the baby on the other side yet. And I love how much she's willing to share and how open she is because there's so many people where that is their area of life, where they're struggling. And again, this is where I say open mind, please. Um, And it was really interesting watching her video because it was like, as she was sharing, I was like, look, infertility is not my struggle, but the way you are feeling right now, And your journey resonates with me, that sacrifice and that trying and the doing your best and investing in help and just facing this thing where you get, you know, a a little positive and there's hope and it looks like it might work and then you'll lose it again. And there's, then there's a positive and there's hope and it's like, okay, a little bit of success, maybe we're on the right track and then you'll lose it again. Guys, like, think that is a more universal thing because there's an area of life where each of us will face that we will face the sacrifice we will face the heartache we will face the the darkness of why am i going through this when all i want is something so good okay um And guys, like, seriously, like I, I watched that and I, I resonated with it so much because like, like I was sharing earlier, what I was facing is like the same thing. I've put money into this. I've put sacrifice into this. I put so much time into this and it is not working little bits here and there, little successes here and there that just seem to, to die out and to not lead to the full reality of what I want. Um, and so all the emotions, everything she was sharing, I was like, I feel like I'm right there with you, sister. Like so much compassion for her, so much compassion. Um, and, and although that is not the area of my life that I am facing right now, there is one that I literally feel just like that. And I think each one of us will, every single one of us at some point in our lives will come to a time where this is what we have to face. And you'll start to realize that as well. It's part of what makes us human, guys. Um So for some people, it's just finding a romantic relationship. It's finding that partner who's steady and who will be there where the relationship continues into, um, you know, marriage, a more long-term commitment as opposed to just ending and being dumped randomly, right? Or, you know, trying to conceive or whatever whatever it may be. It may be physical healing and asking for this miracle and trying everything and seeing all the doctors and not knowing what's going on. some people it's it's this idea of wanting to contribute to the world like in a business in some way that's meaningful and impactful to other people. And I mean I'm sure there's so many 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 other ways and I can't possibly get out to all of them but the point is it will fit there will be some area of our lives where this fits. Now, how do we recognize this? You'll know. <laughs> You'll know when you get there. I promise if you have not experienced this yet, you will know because it will be by large and far one of your biggest struggles okay chances are it's going to be this like roller coaster of emotions you're going to feel pretty good and be starting out and be like okay like we're going to make this work we're sacrificing just a little bit but it's going to be okay and then it's going to get really emotionally challenging there's going to be a lot of emotional charge there as you're facing what's happening okay and this is exactly what it was for me last week so let me let me share a little bit okay I was facing this thing and like I said, like I put money into this. I've really tried. I've, I've sacrificed certain things to get there and just not seeing this fruition. Okay. And it really, it really hurts. And, you know, there were many times that I was just distraught and kind of hopeless. And like, when is this going to happen? When am I going to finally hit this, this new level of success that doesn't just, peter out and bottom out and disappear right and just feeling like praying for a miracle praying for support praying for guidance praying for help and wanting this so bad and still not getting it and and having to face like well is god real is he really there and feeling so angry and and upset that it's not working. Well, other people are getting this too. Why can't I, what's wrong with me? Am I broken and having to face this idea of like, you know, and I I think this is really where the struggle comes in as I'm looking back on this journey. And what I was facing last week and earlier this week, like guys, Monday sucked. Monday was awful. Um, But the reason that it's such a struggle is because our identities are tied so close to this. And, it's so much, well, who am I? If this can't happen, who am I? Am I undeserving? Am I unworthy? Am I broken? Is something wrong with me? Right? We, we start to tie our identities and I did too, guys. Like my, my whole identity was if I can't make this work, maybe I'm broken. Maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not meant for this. And that hurt even more because I wanted it so badly. Right? Like, are you guys feeling me? Do you see what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like, again, like I've, I've watched a lot of people do this, go through this journey and it's my turn now. And, and it's really interesting to see how much is tied up. So for example, another example, someone that I love dearly, so dearly, um, and it's like family to me, grew up Christian, devout Christian and was raised in a very Christian area Did a lot of service for his church and hit his early 20s and kind of realized like, wait a second, something's not right. And started to recognize like and, and acknowledge the fact and had to face the fact that he's gay. And if you have been in a Christian church at all, you understand that that is a rough place to be, especially about, oh man, seven years ago now ish. Seven to 10 years ago, uh, when this was all really starting to become a big deal, um, that was a really hard time to be facing this, you know, and and even if it if you know someone who faced it even sooner than that, it was a really tough time to be facing this when there was a lot of fear around that we didn't understand what was happening. There's a lot of fear. And, you know, it really, really was heartbreaking for me to watch this person that I love go through this point where he thought he was going to bring destruction upon the world because of how he felt. He felt like he was going to destroy the world. He felt like he was the wickedness that was going to cause upheaval and destroy all good, you know? And and that hurt when, and again, see, like it's part of that identity. He realized, like, I realized watching him really that it was such a struggle for him because his identity was tied to the outcome, you know? If I choose to basically live a life alone, I will, my identity will be solitary. I will be living this life without this major piece of my life, this major romantic relationship in my life. And yet if you choose to go the other way, then the identity piece was tied to, well, then I will be a force of destructive nature. And, you know, it took, that. that's a challenge with these things that we face sometimes is it takes a lot of times to realize at the deepest level, why we are even we've seen this, why this is even an issue at all. Um, and it was interesting going through my challenge as well, like, as I started to really dig and like, why is this an issue for me? Why do I want this? What does it mean if I don't have this? And realizing it was tied to my identity as well. It meant that if I couldn't have it, that I wasn't good enough. And it but yet, at the same time, it meant if I did have it, I was again a force of this destructive nature upon this earth, and I was a horrible human being um, and an awful person because and an awful mother because of what I wanted and really really facing that identity of if I have this, am I going to be an awful person um if I don't, am I unworthy? You know, it, again, re- notice when you say, well, what if I can't? What if I blah, blah, blah? You start to worry about that kind of stuff. Tendencies are that you're it's attached to your identity, which makes it so much harder. That's why there's such an emotional charge. And again, like I say this calmly now because I have been through it. All last week, on Monday especially, it was rough. Like so much emotion And again, like, I'm so grateful for my husband who still just accepts me. And guys, I told him, I'm like, I swear in your past life, you must have been like a therapist or something because he is so, so good at compassion and understanding. And that's exactly what I needed to just to face this and say, is this really true? And it was, it was beautiful. Again, this is, this is the beauty in this is that it's not, necessarily true. And that's why we feel so crappy. Okay. So this is where we get into what emotions are actually. Emotions are simply an internal lie detector. That's it. It's a lie detector. The emotions that you're feeling are telling you whether what you're saying in your head are true or not. So all these stories about like, man, am I not good enough? Am I an awful person? Am I going to destroy the world? And like, Oh, it feels crappy, right? It makes you want to cry with sadness. It makes you feel so awful. And it's simply because it's not true. It's not true. And that's energy trying to move out of your body and saying, release this because it's not true. Um, So again, like your emotions are not evil. Your emotions are not bad. Please stop labeling your emotions as bad or good. That will really, really solve. Okay. Like back when I was 12, and labeling i feel depressed i feel awful this is bad therefore my thoughts are bad therefore i am bad okay but again like those emotions kept kicking in because it's like that's not true that's not true that's not true and this is a technique i learned from oprah when you know better you do better and that's the beauty of this is it's like no it's that's not true it just means i have to learn something it doesn't mean that i'm not good enough i just need to learn something there's something here for me to learn Anyways, so back to, back to this, you will recognize exactly what it is for you at some point in your life where it just, you feel like you just keep hitting the wall and you've tried everything. You've put money at it. You've tried everything and it's not working. You're not getting what you actually want. Now, here's why you can't have it yet. Here's why you can't have it. Looking at my own journey. Okay. I spent two years. Oh my goodness. You guys, my dog has the weirdest yawn. I apologize. I spent two years coming at it comedic relief right there for you i spent two years really really struggling for this and i know some of you have struggled longer We'll be like two years that's nothing okay but it doesn't have to be long to still experience this okay and but just looking back and learning from what's happening you guys like there was so much neediness and desperateness for what i wanted Looking back at it, there was so much pleading and begging, please let this happen. i like, please, please, please let this happen. I need this. This is good. And then crying like, am I not good enough? Is this not worth it? Like, am I not someone who can do this? Um, And needing and feeling so desperate for what I wanted. This pleading, this begging. If you have the sense of urgency, okay, that's exactly why you can't have it yet. Because, guys, and I learned this after two years, because you feel like you're not complete without it. That's the very, very reason that you cannot have it. Because you feel like you're not complete without it. So, for example, if it's a relationship, are you desperate and needy for that perfect kind of relationship? It's the reason you can't have it, because you're not complete without it. You feel like somebody else has to be there for you to be complete and for you to be happy. Please know that I say this next part with love. I say all of this with love and tenderness because I've been there. If you want the physical healing, you want your body to be clean and complete and whole again and so you don't have to live the way you have been living. The reason you can't have it. It's because you don't feel like you're complete without it. You don't feel like you can be a complete person without it. The reason you can't have... Again, trigger warning. The reason you can't have the baby. The reason you can't have the success. Whatever it is that you want. Because you don't feel like you're complete without it. And remember, guys, I say this with Love. Because you are incredibly amazing and beautiful. And yes, this is a journey. This is a journey where we're learning more and we're doing better. Because when you learn more, you do better. Just like Oprah says. So yeah, there, there are sometimes things we need to learn. But I feel like the deepest lessons that we need to learn are about who we are. Who we really are. And you can be happy. You can feel complete. You can feel whole. Without All the perfect external things. You really truly can. And that's the beauty in that. Is that you have to feel complete first. So that you don't need it. So if you are Christian. If you read the Bible of any sorts. I'm going to give you a reference. If you don't. It's still an important lesson. Okay. Um, There's a scripture in Daniel. Where there's three young men. By the names of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I believe they also have a. Uh, they go by a different name, but I don't remember them off the top of my head. And the king of the land basically says, worship my, I can't remember if it was an idol or him. Guys, like I need to recheck my story. I re- remember the verse of scripture. I don't remember the full story. But he basically is asking them to worship something. And they said no. And he, the king then threatened to put them in this fiery furnace and burn them to death. And he kind of teased them and mocked them and said, your God will save you. And they came out and they said, you know what? We know that our God could save us. I know that God can give me this thing. I know that it's not impossible to him. I know that I can have exactly what I want. I know God could give it to me. That's the whole reason I've been praying to him for a miracle. But here's the key, guys. But if not. But if not, we will worship our God. And and that's the whole piece. Like, do you look at them and think they were needy and desperate and crying? Like, do you imagine in your head that they are chaos within Begging and pleading, God, please don't let us die in this fiery furnace. It's going to hurt. It's going to be so painful. Please, 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 God, no. Like, are they begging? Are they on their knees begging and pleading? That's not how I see it. I mean, I wasn't there, but in my mind as I read this, I think they're standing tall and straight with their heads up and saying, God could if he, if he wanted to. But if not, we will still worship him. And going with stillness, right? Be still and know that I am God going with stillness and confidence there was no neediness there was no desperateness they felt like they had if if, that they were complete enough to die in this awful manner i mean that guys that would have hurt a lot that talk about a lot of pain guys um but if not guys there's so much beauty in saying and so much peace in just saying, but if not, and being okay with it not happening, you know that another part of my journey is I. I'm big into meditation, guys. If you didn't know that, and that really has finally been the key for me to face some of this stuff. You know, I've, I've faced it on and off again, repeatedly, um, and this time, this time has been different because of meditation. I've learned the gift of meditation, and you know, and, and praying with more meaning. And so there was a prayer that, that I said, basically, and then meditating and allowing myself to visualize what I want. Now I said, become like a little child, visualizing what I wanted in my head. And guys, it was beautiful. It was so, so beautiful in my head. And it was so real in my head that it felt like I was actually there. Like it truly felt like I was actually there. it was so beautiful it was so perfect and that is enough for me you know knowing that what I wanted is at least in my head and if it never comes in reality in this natural physical temporal world that's okay this is the but if not guys but if not I have seen it in my mind and it is beautiful and it is perfect And that's enough for me if it's never going to be something in my physical reality. It's enough for me. It's one of those things where I like finally connected a lot of these scriptures of like biblical scriptures anyway. This whole, be still then know that I am God. The but if not. And be as a little child. Guys, kids are so phenomenal at imagining things and playing pretend. And I tell you, when you reconnect with that, it's beautiful. And it allows this but if not to really be okay to let it go. And again, like it's, it's deeper than that. It's more than that. There was a lot of meditation going on. There was a lot of, of prayers going on. Um, I am linking on the website, um, two of the books that have really, really helped me in this journey. Um, the spiritual journey side of it, of just releasing and surrendering, uh, the, it does include meditations, but they're not my favorite. It's not my favorite way to meditate. Um, but I will include them on the website if you want to see what those books are. Um, super phenomenal, guys. And, and really just letting go. I mean, that that's really the key is letting go of the fear that you've placed around who you are if you don't have this or you can't have it releasing that fear and surrendering it to God and trusting in the creative possibilities and the other ways that he might show you. So beautiful, guys. So again, um, the steps to actually getting it, I believe we can have anything that we want. I believe God is conspiring for what we want. And sometimes it means stopping the chaos and the spiraling out of control and being still and knowing that God or the universe or whatever higher power you want to call it is there. Conspiring for your good. So step one that I took was recognizing that the the chaos and the confusion was fear. It was fear of what that made me and what that didn't make me, and and what it would cause. Um, and fear for me came a lot more in anger, yelling, frustration. Um, there are a lot of different ways that fear shows up. There's discomfort. There's worry. Um, there's, you know, the t- trigger warnings, um, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's judgment, jealousy, all those kinds of things, guys. Um, step two was acknowledging are the should stopping your flow is what I'm, I've been hearing what I'm telling myself should be and should happen. Is that stopping? Yeah. In my case, it was all the things that I thought I should be and how it had to be and how it had to look and what it should What the experience should be was blocking my flow. And then steps three and four are simply just praying to let it go and praying to surrender. And you guys, like, again, there was a lot of meditation for me. Um, I've learned a lot of techniques and steps along the way. And again, like the steps sound easy, but the hardest part is that mental and emotional state of getting over. Um, And for me, the key was meditation. You know, for other people, it's other things. Um, but it's not going to go away until you face it. That was the other thing I learned. Like you repeatedly face it over and over and over again, but until you actually really face it and look at it and stop trying to run from it, it's not going to go away. You have to face it and it's up to you when you do something that, uh, Gabby Bernstein says that I absolutely love. The world is your classroom and the people are your assignments running away from the people that challenge you the most that trigger you the most. It's your assignment. And you're going to keep facing that until you face what's really going on. Um, so again, trials. I don't believe trials really, truly exist. I believe they're simply obstacles. They're, they're detours in the right direction because we are started going the wrong way. So they're detours to help us face ourselves and who we really are stop telling ourselves lies about who we really are. And the trial is simply because we're holding on to it. We're holding on to the fear instead of learning from love. And again, that's a principle that comes from Gabby Bernstein's books, um, which I will link in the show notes on ladymainboss.com um, slash 33 if you want to get access to those. But Man, I hope you're still with me. This was definitely a deeper conversation. I wanted to work through this a little bit so I didn't just like start bawling on this episode because like I said, it was really, really rough and Monday was really, really hard. But you guys, there's so much beauty in that as well in facing what stories I've been telling myself and that trial because of the lies I've been telling myself about who I am. And the beauty that comes on the other side of that. guys, it's so beautiful. If you want these show notes or links, it's ladymindboss.com forward slash 33. And I'd love if you would share. If you're brave enough to share on Instagram, screenshot, tag me at ladymindboss.com and share your biggest learning. I also understand that this is a deeper one. Also very, 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 very potentially triggering. But again, I believe if you... If you keep running from your triggers, you'll never find out the beauty and magnificence of who you really are. So that's my spiel for today. My goodness, everyone, I love you. Thank you for listening. Please, please, please honor and feel compassion for where you are. You are beautiful and magnificent. I truly believe that. See you next time. This episode was sponsored by the VIPs of Awesomeness. VIPs are the first ones who get their questions, answered, and the topics that they're curious about covered in upcoming episodes. They get first dibs. Supporters who become VIPs get to ask me their specific questions and get them covered. So you can become a VIP for as little as 99 cents a month at anchor.fm forward slash more dash then dash enough slash support. If that was too long for you, there's a link right below in the show notes. Just click on support this podcast and sign up. So excited to get answering your questions next.